Hey folks, it's King from Stay Tuned Sports, and I gotta tell you, I love energy drinks. They help give me that boost that I need to finish all my work, get through game film recaps from all of Sunday's games, and they provide that pick-me-up during a very long week. What I don't love is that crash and the jitters, the gross feeling you get with most other energy drinks. And that's why I tried Dubby, and I gotta tell you, Dubby is a game changer with flavors like Dragonade, Beach and Peach, Galaxy Grenade, and my personal favorite, the Dub Sludge. You can find your favorite or just get them all. There's no jitters, there's no crash because there's no sugar in Dubby. Plus, Dubby contains Neurofactor, an all natural ingredient derived from coffee cherries, which has been linked to enhanced brain function. You go on over to Dubby.gg right now, that's Dubby.gg, to grab the best energy drink you've ever had. And if you enter the code STSPORTS18, in all caps, you'll get 10% off your order. That's STSPORTS18 to get 10% off of Dubby. Be better. Stay tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here with our good buddy King. Coming to you live from the planet of Arrakis. Apparently, <laughs> the spice must flow. Uh, as I as I look outside, and it is currently dark and orange. Um, not used to the apocalyptic landscape in which we're living in right now. But uh, anybody who is living on the East Coast, um, thank you, Canada. You pieces of shit. Uh, all, doing this, all no, because I, they, I, I they, they're, they're, they're not winning the Stanley Cup. All because they're not winning the Stanley Cup. I think I think it's just, it's been thirty years. Uh, the Montreal Canadian fans up there. It's been thirty years since they won the cup. Uh, they're actually thirty-one now. They're pissed. They finally got it enough. They're they're smoking us out here in the lower <laughs> forty-eight. Just being like, yeah, we are going to let smoke out the America. I don't know why that's, <laughs> that that feels racist. I feel bad about that. You know, kind of. I mean, I listen. I hate French Canadians. Don't get me wrong, but um, you know, if there are any, if there are any French Canadians out there listening, I do want to apologize for not letting you know sooner how much that both me and Jimbo hate you and uh, and don't like uh, Quebec, Quebecois, or anything to do with you guys. But uh, thanks a lot for the smoke, assholes. Um, but yeah, nah, here we are, uh, just, uh, just living, living the dream in, in this orange post-apocalyptic paradise that we got going on now. You got a you got it almost as bad as, as, as if not worse than, uh, we do here in the uh, New York, New Jersey metropolitan area. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, I was coming home from work yesterday and going over the cross Valley bridge. Um, I mean, you know where it's at, obviously the listeners don't, and yes. it, it cuts through Wilkes-Barre, going into Kingston where I live and looking over Wilkesbury, it looked like a fucking war zone. Like you it, can't see, you couldn't yeah. see the mountains. Yeah. 
Well, that was the same thing here. Uh, my fiance was uh, coming over the uh, Turnpike Extension over Newark Bay. And uh, usually when you're on that bridge, you can look over and you see the New York City skyline because, I mean, it's literally right there. You know, yeah. we're about six miles as the crow flies uh, from New York City. Uh, and she couldn't see it. Wow. Like the smoke was so thick, you could not see the city skyline right there. Um, again, with, with a lot of people, you couldn't see 10 feet in front of you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially today. Today was really bad. Uh, as far as that goes today being Wednesday, as we're talking about this. And unfortunately, from what I'm hearing, apparently tomorrow is going to be just as bad, if not worse, than it was today. And today was a lot worse than it was yesterday. And yesterday I thought it was kind of bad because yeah. you can actually smell the smoke and it was kind of hazy and everything. But that was it. Today wasn't just hazy. It was fucking orange. <laughs> yeah. It was Donald Trump orange out there. It really was. <laughs> it was Cheeto orange. And... Uh, like I said, man, that was such a like to to see that actually with your own eyes at noon when it's supposed to be bright as hell out and it's as dark as twilight is. Yeah. Uh, and it being that kind of orange apocalyptic kind of color. It's like your mind can't grasp that. You know, it was just it's so weird. So I just hope everybody out there who is uh affected by these and everybody uh, whether you are a Quebecois up there in Canada listening to us anywhere here in the States, in New York, anywhere really on the East Coast here uh, from uh, from Michigan all the way over, uh, stay safe, be careful, stay inside. Uh, if you have to go out, you know, listen, I know we just got over the whole mask thing with the unnecessary masking during the whole pandemic stuff, but uh, this is a time where wearing a mask is probably a good idea. Yeah. Get those big particulates out of the air. Uh, cause that's, that's really the main problem. Like I said, right now, uh, I'm finding it really hard to even, even in this, well, I got a drafty house here, uh, but, uh, getting a lot of the particles in the back of my throat, I've been coughing all day and, uh, you know, you feel it, you feel the grit in your teeth. You feel the grit in your, in your throat and on your tongue. It's like, blah, 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 blah. like, it's just, it's gross. It's just gross. It's really nasty out. So I'm just hoping that, uh, they take care of these wildfires soon that the wind shifts and changes blows all this stuff out and we can get some uh, clear air. Well, I mean, as clear as it can be here yeah. in New York. Uh, but uh, right now, anything is better than, than this. Cause this is, uh, <laughs> this is, uh, this is bad. This ain't great. It's not great. And, and I mean, right now it would be perfect for, I, I don't know how it is out in Jersey, but Pennsylvania, like we're so, so dry right now. Rain would, would help everything. Same. We haven't had rain. We haven't had rain in forever. We're definitely in a in a rain deficit. Yeah, as they want to call it, otherwise known as a drought. But for some reason, they decide to you know polar vortex in the winter. You mean it's just cold? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, there's a rain deficit. Okay, a drought. Just fucking call it that, yeah. would you please? I, Jesus Christ! <laughs> they, they have uh, so, yeah, many, no, so many fucking rain. rules. Like I would like, yeah. I mean, a little bit of rain, a wind shift, and some rain would definitely help with this. Obviously, yeah. Uh, especially up in Canada there, because that's uh, apparently that's that's what's happened up there too. Why does this happen? Because it's so fucking dry all across the east here. Uh, there hasn't been a lot of rain. Uh, and and by the way, also to all you Californians out there, be like, oh, well, this is just this is our usual spring and summer here. We're used to shut the fuck up. That's your <laughs> fault for living in California and having to deal with that shit every year. Don't blame us. Fuck you. All right, we here on the east. 
we don't deal with this shit. We don't know what the fuck this is like. So yeah. this is like, oh, this is just springtime. I don't give a shit what the fuck. You know, listen, you, if you're going to sit there and say, oh, well, no, this is just, this is how it is every year. Then fucking move, would you? <laughs> I mean, California sucks as it is. You're taxed to shit. You got hobo shit in everywhere in your goddamn cities. You have a governor who's brain dead. Like, listen, I'm sorry that you, you, you live in a shitty state that's burning down every fucking year. How about you move the fuck out? How about that? Instead of fucking trying to tell him, well, I'm in California and this is how this is. And this is how this is. And this is how this is. It sounds like everything sucks there. Fucking leave. Okay. God. Sorry. I had to get, <laughs> I just, in case in case the Quebecois who were listening were afraid that we only didn't like them. No, I also hate oh, yeah. California. No, we're, so, we're, we're equal opportunists. Yes. Yes. We, we, <laughs> we hate many locations and many different states and or provinces. You know, it's just, uh, it's, it's how it is. Uh, I will. I will yeah. say though, like to to go a little bit farther with this uh, the smoke uh, that's coming down and everything like that. I'm, I'm not sure what game you posted yesterday, baseball game. But I'm surprised they're still having uh, baseball games going on right now. Yep, there was the, the Yankees and Mets both played uh, in this. I don't know if they're going to do it tonight. I, like I can't, like they shouldn't have played last night. Yeah, and they did, which is bad enough. But they can't. Like they should not be playing in this stuff nobody fans shouldn't be out there in this yeah and players shouldn't be playing in this like this shit is bad and i mean this this would be an easy decision because it's only june it's not you know september or you know october which you know close to the playoffs there's lots of time to make this shit up you know and that's and that's fine you know what i mean like so i think there's no reason that you should be out there playing in in this and i mean this is like this is severe man like this i I know there's probably some one asshole right now listening to this being like oh stop being a pussy they should be able to play whatever if it's not listen asshole shut up why don't you go out there put your fucking mouth around a fucking exhaust pipe and fucking play nine innings that run around the bases while sucking that down huh why don't you do that yeah, talking about being a pussy. As you sit in your couch, suck down your fucking beer with your beer gut and your wife who hates you. Shut the fuck up, assholes. I hate. I. I that's a. That's another group of people I can't stand. The people who call everybody else a pussy while their fat, lazy ass sits on a couch and doesn't do shit. Yeah, wipe the Cheeto crumbs off your fucking shirt. You just fuck described it. an adult version of Eric Cartman. How many of them do we know? Dude, look at. Listen. And this is about, and, and I'm as I'm getting older, I'm starting to remove myself from this man. But like, I can't look at like I I have to remove myself from like social media comments, yeah, comment threads or anything like 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 I can't because every single one is just full of the most retarded people in the world. And I know people are going to be upset that I use that word, but I mean it in the most clinical sense. Yeah. These people. A majority of these people who type and put their opinions on this are legitimately mentally retarded individuals. They have mental retardation. They are. I'm not going to sit there and blame them. I'm just going to sit there and say that they should absolutely get the help they deserve because it is fucking infuriating trying to read through some of these things. Like, I can't do it anymore. I can't. I can't sit there and see just the absolute most 
asinine shit people say. And then, of course, when they say something, then somebody else with a more asinine view has to come in and start (laughs) arguing. And then you just have this whole long fucking thread of just two people who are horses asses and they're dragging everybody else in there now. And now everybody else is down to their level just being fucking stupid. Like, I can't. It's so infuriating to look at. Like, I'm just at the point now where I see if I if I see a tweet, I read the tweet and I move on. I don't look. Yeah. I don't make a comment anymore. I mean, also, the, you know, because the last honestly, the last time I made a comment, I got banned off Twitter. So, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that, that's kind of like reason. your your uh, specialty with social media. Well, listen, somebody made fun of my niece. So, you oh. know, I had to tell them to go kill themselves. Yeah. Uh, then I get in trouble per- for that. Perfectly good answer. You know, that's what that's what I thought. I thought that was a perfectly <laughs> perfectly reasonable uh, response. Uh, so, but again, that's what I mean. Is like when you look at the at the at the end of it, it's like there's there's nothing good. There's nothing good that comes from it because you have a bunch of people on there who just are that who just are the lowest form of scum sucking assholes who go on there just to cause shit because <laughs> funny. Look, I'm gonna make fun of this. I'm yeah. gonna say this. I'm gonna do something to get a reaction out of somebody. And of course somebody did it and somebody did it to me. And I went down to their fucking level. And of course who gets fucked me. And then they get to fucking gallivant around and do whatever. Yeah. Like, it's not worth it. It's not worth giving people their time. It's not worth giving these people your fucking attention. It's not worth anything. So that's what I mean. Like un- unless you know certain people and certain things like use social media for seeing different posts or getting a bit of a news update or, you know, like with us, we do it basically for sports to see like, you know, uh, anything happening with the ESPN or NHL or NFL. And like, cause you have, I mean, that's a main source for news nowadays is yeah. like Twitter and things like that. But outside of that, man, I, my advice to anybody would just be stay the fuck off of social media. And especially a thousand percent stay away from the fucking comments. Just don't, don't even bother. Just don't even bother. And it's like, well, I want to stay in touch with my family. That's fine. Do that on Facebook and make sure that you set your settings to have your posts only go to family members or whatever. Yeah. If that's something you want to do. But at, at, at the end, like stay away from groups, stay away from, you know, commenting on news articles that post up and it's like, Oh, you'll never believe what this celebrity said about, such a such controversial topic no because that's clickbait that's meant to bring you in it sucks you in and then when you see all the stupidity you're like well i have to go ahead and talk about that and and set these people right you're never going to change anybody's opinion everybody's opinion is fucking stupid that's for sure and just that's what i mean it's like you you need to you need to separate yourself from that to have any kind of sanity these days on social media you have to remove yourself from it so that's that's what i mean like I, i i stay away from the comment sections when whenever it comes to social media but uh I'll, i forget what the hell we were talking about but <laughs> I, I just ran on that but I'll, man. I'll, I'll tell you what though um i actually did click on comments with this uh situation that happened yesterday with the flyers uh ivan Provov getting traded i saw a couple comments on there as well which is another reason why i had to leave it <laughs> i'm just like you know what see I'm now just, i i i'm not getting into it i saw a majority of the flyer fans were okay with it like they understood it in a way they weren't screaming oh you know fire fire danny Ber- uh yeah Berdur. i almost said Berdur. um how the fuck do you Briere. Pronounce? Briere. yeah Briere. Briere. um 
then there was a couple more on ones. You know, we traded him away to get the second worst contract in in, in uh, with the goaltender we 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 picked up. Um, but they may be trading that guy away anyways. Um, I was surprised Provorov got got traded. And like I said to you, we got a lot of draft picks back. I know you don't like draft picks and everything, but the other rumor is that Carter Hart should be. Hart's probably going to, yeah. Yeah, and he's going to get probably a first rounder for that. What's the chance? Well, here, here, what's the chances you think Philly trading all the first rounders to get to number one, uh, number one pack pick this year? They're not. They're, they're, well, the 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 nobody's trading the number one pick. That the Blackhawks are not trading that. They're not trading that for any amount of stuff. Connor Bedard is a generational talent. He's a Sidney Crosby. He's a Wayne Gretzky. He's a Mario Lemieux. He's a Connor McDavid. You're not trading anything away for that kid. That's not happening. So uh, that's not what the Flyers are doing. Um, what they are doing finally, though, is. Uh, you know, the old adage of shit or get off the pot. Well, yeah. they're shitting finally. It's because for the last 10 to 12 years, the Flyers have said they've, they're they going to rebuild and they're going to try to reload or they're going to try to do whatever. And they've kind of done these soft, half-assed fucking reboots that never go all the way. They never commit to it. And they always then have mediocre results. Yeah. and Or worse. And I think that's kind of where Briere is... If he's going to sink or he's going to swim, he's going to do it, but he's going to do it full bore. And he's finally like, listen, enough of the bullshit, enough of the, oh, well, we're going to rebuild, but we still want to kind of be competitive because we still want to see if we can draw fans in or do something like that. I think Briere is kind of like, listen, fuck this. Let's suck for a minute. Yeah. Full out. So instead of, oh, well, we could be good and then ending up sucking anyway and then getting no benefit for the sucking, let's fucking suck. Let's build up some of our draft capital with that. And listen, I know I'm not a big fan of the draft capital, but if you're going to rebuild, if you're going to commit to the full rebuild, then do that. Yeah. Get rid of a lot of the players, get rid of a lot of the contracts, start, get, try to change a bit of the culture that you have there and start building those assets. Yes. Build up the draft capital. But then the great thing about that is too, you can also trade that draft capital to get proven talent Yeah. or you can maybe get something better with the draft picks that you have. And then you start making those pieces. You start doing that. Because here, at the end of the day, the, the Flyers had to do something different. Yeah. They had to. And because th what they've been doing for the last 12 years isn't working. It hasn't worked. Um, And from what I've seen from Flyers fans is, over the last 12 years, is a lot of saying they wish they would just commit one way or the other or do something like that. Also, a lot of hemming and hawing of, well, we don't want to get rid of this, or we should get rid of this person, or we don't want to get rid of this person, or da 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 da, or you know, ten, you know, everybody's an armchair fucking GM. Yeah. Uh, what I like about Briere is that with this move, he sent the signal throughout the fan base, whether you like it or not, is we're doing something. Yeah. Whether it works or not, we'll see. But we're gonna do something. We're gonna make an attempt. We're not gonna fucking half-ass it. We're not gonna. Uh, you know, try to keep a semi-competitive team that ends up sucking at the end of the year and is at the bottom of the division every year as it's been for fucking however long it is for the Flyers. 
you know, you've, you've seen now the Rangers have turned their stuff around when they were bad for a couple of years. And then all of a sudden they're, they're one of the best teams in the NHL for like for the last three years consistently. You have the Devils all of a sudden that division uh, uh, making moves and finally having things click for them to where they were the third best team in the NHL this year. And the Islanders, for better or worse, are a consistently good team nowadays. They've, they're always consistently in the playoffs. So you have your, your big three major metropolitan division rivals that have all made strides to better themselves. And the Devils, again, the Devils made moves and they made choices that you know they sucked for a couple of years yeah. we got a couple of first round picks a couple of number one picks a couple of high round picks and all of a sudden those things started to come together you pick up a piece here with dougie hamilton you pick up another piece with uh uh timo uh at the trade deadline you put little things here da, 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 and all of a sudden hey you're a good consistent team now we still need other stuff we still need a fucking defense yeah. we still need a consistent goaltender uh, which maybe we'll do that with Schmid. Uh, I'd give him a chance in goal because I think he, he's all right. But like, so it's not complete yet. But you see that that process. The Flyers have never fully committed to doing a rebuild. They've never committed to just being like, okay, we're gonna suck, but there's gonna be a benefit at the end of it. Almost like the Sixers trust the process. Yeah, and maybe that's a part of it too. Maybe the breasts you saw how that turned out with the Sixers. And how it's been trust the process for 10 years and it turned out to be nothing. And they got afraid and they're like, well, we don't want to suck because we still want people to come to the games. But, you know, like I, I have a feeling that Flyers fans would still show up to the game. Yeah. Even if you suck, if there's the hope or the promise of things are going to get better. And, you know, some of the play, you can see the younger players grow yeah. and get better as time goes on. Um, you know, the Flyers fan base is a very loyal fan base. I don't think you have to worry about empty crowds too much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, uh, again, I'm glad that the Flyers are doing that. Because that's as a Devils fan, I miss that 90s Devils-Flyers rivalry. I miss that straight-up turnpike hatred that was, you know, that rivaled the Devils-Rangers to me. Like, yeah. Devils-Flyers was right up there, if not, especially there in the late 90s, if not more intense than Devils Rangers. Uh, it really was the rivalry of that time for me. Um, so I would love to see that come back, especially now that the Devils seem to have turned a corner. I'd love to see the Flyers turn a corner and do that as well. Um, but yeah, a lot of the stuff I saw on Proverb yesterday, though, was some of it was some Flyer fans like that talking about whether it was good or it was bad or anything like that. And then, of course, there was a lot of other ones that were just like, oh, good, they got rid of him on Pride Month, too, because he didn't want to <laughs> yeah. wear the jersey. So, yeah, fuck him. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. I knew it. And that's I, when you got to be, of I, course, somebody was going to make it political. Somebody was going to do something like that. Turn off the comments and just move on. I, okay. I thought, I thought so, about that. Like, oh, my whole conspiracy mind started going, like, did he wait till June? Did he wait to Pride Month to trade his ass? Did he really do that? Making a statement? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll tell you what, though. Um, I, I think NHL, though, is uh, like Gary Bettman is probably like, well, fuck. Because it's the stadium series now. I can see you guys blowing us out now. Well, here's the problem is the way things work. Like, th that wasn't going to change anyway. 
Like if we remember last year, the Devils. Uh, I think we swept the Flyers. You might have won one game. Yeah. The Devils fucking manhandled the Flyers. So even if you kept Prober, even if you kept some of the other pieces, again, that's the point: is that the Flyers aren't getting better. Yeah. You're you're maintaining a level, but it's a low level. It's a bottom of the division level. And with the with trying to say like, oh well, we just need to change the culture. We just need to change this or that, and not changing any personnel. Like you're not you're not going to change the result. You got to change some personnel. Yeah. I don't care how much the fan base liked Provorov or didn't like him, or how much the fan base likes Hart or doesn't like Hart. I'm sorry. I'm going to put this out there. As much as everybody's crying about losing Hart, Hart is an inconsistent goaltender. And, he, he's, and he's injured. Inconsistent. I'm sorry. He's not a great goaltender. He's not somebody you want to hold on to. Oh, his defense that was that's fine. You can sit there and blame your defense, but at that point, then change your defense too. Yeah. But at some point, you got to start changing around. You got to start moving some pieces. If you go into every season with the same fucking pieces, nothing's going to change. And, and that's and nothing has changed for the Flyers in twelve years. That's the thing about Carter Hart too was when he got called up his rookie year and he was lights out that that first season. Um, going into the second season with him being a starter, I said I. I I know you weren't on the show back on the show yet. Maybe shoulders was with, with me at the time. I said, I'm still curious to see which Carter Hart shows up because as a rookie, you know, some of these vets don't know your, your, um, your techniques or your, you know, habits say, um, now they have film and sure enough, second season, third season, he wasn't the same Carter Hart as that first season. Then they blamed, oh, well, he, he fired his uh, sports psychiatrist. Okay, well, what's your excuse last season? Because he brought brought them back. Well, the, well, this is the other thing with him, too, is if you get to him early, he fucking collapses. Yeah. And there's some goaltenders like that, and some can kind of bounce back. We saw that a little bit this year with, with, uh, with the Devils and, and VTech. Is he carried the Devils all year. He was the number one goaltender in that, I think, unarguably. And then he got into the playoffs, and the Rangers fucking smoked him. Yeah. Fucking smoked him. And he never quite recovered. Uh, Akira Schmidt, on the other hand, uh, he got blown out. Uh, what was that? The one game against Carolina. And then they decided to keep uh, – they, they switched him out the one game for VTech, and then we scored eight goals in that game. But we, he still let in four goals and very yeah. four very soft goals. And then Lindy Ruff, for some reason, decided to keep him in there for the next game. Um, and he got fucking smoked. And it's just like he couldn't stop the puck. And I think that was it. He was in his head. And then you put Akira back in there. And Akira got us into the overtime in that game six. Um, and almost, Or game five, sorry. And almost got us to a game six. Yeah. Um, you know, we lost in overtime, unfortunately. But, like from what I saw from Akira is that kid that can have a bad game because everybody's going to have a bad game, but be able to bounce back or have a bad goal and not let that goal affect the rest of the game. Yeah. You know, whereas a player like VTech, apparently if he has a bad goal, it's a slide down. And I've seen that with Hart. He gets a bad goal. That bad goal becomes a bad game. That bad game becomes a bad stretch of games. And then where are you at? And then, of course, he also had an injury bug on him as well. Yeah. So, like, listen, at this point, yeah, yeah, it's been, what, five years since Carter Hart's been playing with the Flyers? Something like that. Um, 
I know some people, you know, have a soft spot for him and that's okay. Listen, I had a soft spot for Chris Terreri. Loved that guy. He was the he was my guy as 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 a kid for the Devils. You know, I mean, I I mean, I had Sean Burke before him and Alain Chevrier and Bob Salve and obviously Chico Resch. But for me, Chris Terreri was my guy. Like he was my favorite player growing up. I still have a jersey that I wear for Chris Terreri. Like he was my goaltender. But if you're going to have me sit here today and say I'd still rather Chris Terreri over Mark Tambrodor, you're fucking stupid. No, yeah. of course I would. As much as I love Chris Terreri, I know Bordeaux is better. So listen, if you're the Flyers fan, you got to realize as much as you may like Carter Hart, he's not the answer. He's not the answer in the goal. And the Flyers have always had a problem with goaltending as it is anyway. Um, and it's going to be a constant search, I think, you know, forever. But Carter Hart's not the guy. Find the guy, you know. Let yeah. let Carter Hart go, trade him, get some draft picks, whatever. Maybe you find somebody in a draft. Maybe you trade for somebody. Maybe there's a prospect out there somebody has that's willing to trade for, like, something. But you have to find a guy because, I'm sorry, Carter Hart is not your guy. He is not the future of goaltending in Philadelphia. The He's only, not. The only thing I would hope they do if they don't trade Carter Hart is flat out say preseason open competition because we do have two or three. Now, again, you know, they're rookies. Um, two or three good goaltenders that played for the Phantoms. One got stuck over in Russia because of a passport I know. thing. I saw, I saw the, yeah, uh, Fedotov or yeah. Fedotov yeah, or something like that. And, I saw that. And, you know, if if one of those guys could take over the, the lead spot, Carter Hart's still a decent backup uh, yeah, quarterback, Well, backup goalie. Well, this is a this is the season to two. If you're gonna do that, if you're gonna be like, listen, we're just gonna have a rotating goaltender situation and see who does best, who handles pressure, who can play in the bigs, all that kind of stuff. From what I'm seeing from Daniel Briere so far, like this is the season to do that. This is the season to kind of throw everybody out there and just be like, earn your spots. Yeah, because this is gonna be this that kind of year. This is gonna be a I don't want to say a throwaway year, but it's going to be a learning experience year. This is going to be a year where you put a lot of young talent out there. You guys are going to get fucking hammered, but yeah. you're also going to see whether these guys can sink or swim. And I think that's exactly what the Flyers and the Flyers organization need. You need a year of just rebuild, retool. Let's fucking fi- let's see what we have and then see what we need. Yeah. I think that's it. They've spent too many of the last couple of years fucking pussyfooting, making a move or not making a move. I know that was a big thing with Fletcher last year. Is just he refused to make a move. Like you guys had a chance to get Goudreau, yeah, and apparently he just hung up the phone and never even made a fucking attempt at the guy. Like, are, like that's that's somebody that even in the flyer situation, you can build around him. And he's a Philadelphia kid. He wanted to play for yeah. the Flyers. Like, that was his thing. And, you know, you had Chuck Flesher just not even pick up the phone. And when you have that kind of situation, it's like, man, are, are you telling me that he, Goudreau, wouldn't have loved to? Yeah, no. It, it would have been a tough couple of years as they did a rebuild around him. But to build a team around them, especially a team that you grew up rooting for and loved and wanted to play for, 
like he'd be playing for the Flyers, his his childhood team, yeah. and they were going to build a team around him, and he was going to be Mister Flyer. You tell me they wouldn't like that, but that I think that was the thing is that Chuck Fletcher wasn't looking at it from that way. He was looking at, well, we don't really want to change too much. We want to see what we have, and we like the guys we have. But like, no, like that's been the last twelve years. That's never going to work. Yeah, and I like that Briere's changing that, and it's like, listen, we're fucking get rid of people. I don't care how long you've been here. I don't care how much the fans, oh, he's a fan favorite. Well, if he's a fan favorite, he should have played better. Get the fuck out, you know? Exactly. And uh, we're going to we're gonna find out what we have. We're going to find out what we have with the Phantoms. We're going to find out if we have people down there that can play in the bigs. Sink or swim time. Get out there. Uh, fucking show what you got. If you got it, you're obviously we're going to look at you. If you don't got it, we're either going to trade you or you're going back down to, to Lehigh Valley, you're going back down to Allentown. Uh, but either way, uh, like it's at least something. And yeah. to me, if I'm a Flyers fan, it's given me for the first time a, a hope that in three to five years, I'm going to have a team that's fucking competing for championships and at least, at least be in the playoffs and be a contender. And that's it. Once you're in the playoffs, look at the Panthers. You're, they were an eight seed and made a run. Yeah. So you never know. You never know. Uh, I just think that 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 the overall any of the Flyer fans saying and bitching and moaning this is not a good thing. Uh, what did you want? More of the same because you would have bitched about that. I mean, I'll, so I'll, I, I think I'll, take this as what it is. I'll tell you what I'm. I'm excited for it just because, like you said, I've already accepted that we're gonna suck for the next two, three. You know, five years, whatever. I don't think that long. I don't think. I don't think that long. I, I, I think you're going to suck this year because again, this is going to be a year where you're uh, accumulating draft picks, and you're going to be uh, uh, kind of seeing what you have with your young kids and everything like that. And then uh, next off season, you're going to start filling in some gaps. You're going to find out who can play in your system, who can, who can't, who's going up or down. And I think in the next two to three years, you're going to have a competitive team. And I think in three to five. You're gonna have a legitimate playoff consistent contender. I yeah. do. I think because it's either gonna go one way or the other. It's either gonna work that way, or it's not. And then Briere is gone, and you just guys just have to start all over again. But it, at some point, you have to do that. Yeah. Because the the middling road, the pussyfooting around that the Flyers have done for the last twelve years, has done absolutely jack and shit. So you have to do something else, and that's what I mean. At least Briere is doing something else. And it's it's going to be nice being a Baby Pens season ticket holder because of my oldest and my wife, not because of me, obviously. I'll be able to see these young kids coming up through the ranks and then once they're on the TV, be like, you know, hey, I saw Danny D, you know, score a hat trick against Wilkes-Barre. Well, you know? I think what you're, I think you're going to see that next year. I think the guys that you've seen uh, come through, when Wilkesbury played uh, uh, Lehigh Valley like these past couple of years, you're going to see them on the ice with the Flyers next year. You're going to see that. Oh yeah. Um, so, like, what you might see in Lehigh Valley this year might not be that much, but it might not be that great. You might have a couple ECHO guys there, you know. Yeah. That are films plus because I think a lot of the AHO guys are going to come up there. I think Breer is going to like. I honestly think that seems to be the way he's going with this. Is uh, we're going to bring up the AHO guys and see if they can fucking hang. 
and uh, and see what we have with our young talent. And then from there, pick the young talent that you can see can hang with the big guys in the big leagues. Yeah. Uh, and from there, fill in the spots with either trading or drafts or whatever for the other needs that they have and start building that way. I think that's, that's the best way to start now for the Flyers. Get rid of the dead weight. Get rid of the, the pieces that you know don't work or haven't been working or that do work but aren't going to work with what you're doing now and that you can still get pieces for. The fact that the Flyers got – they got a first rounder for Pro Rough, did they not? They got a first and a second rounder. That's listen. I don't care who you are. That's a fucking fleece for the Flyers. And and, that that, is a and as far as the the fleece. contract, I don't think they're paying anything for the contract. They they uh, convinced the Kings to take on the thirty percent of yeah. The, the Kings picked up I think fifty percent of it, or it was something, something they, like the Kings that. Yeah, picked up a significant percentage because that's it was a three team deal with other teams picking up other stuff. And that's what I mean. It's like so. Provorov is playing for Columbus, but the Kings are paying a part of his contract. Like, it's so crazy. I don't know how any of that fucking works. You know what? I want to. I, I want to tweet to him and ask him if he's like a cousin or like a second cousin removed of Howie Roseman. Because that sounds like a Howie Roseman type move. <laughs> uh, like I, as far as like his first real major move as the Flyers GM, uh, whether it works out or not, I think it was a good. I think it was a good move. And you know, you know me. I don't want to give the fucking Flyers credit for anything. Yeah. But uh, I think it's a promising move. Just if for nothing, it's something. Yeah. It's the Flyers' general manager did something, which is something you haven't been able to say the last fucking ten years. That they did something. The front office did something. Whether it was Ron Hextall or Chuck Fletcher or fucking uh uh uh, uh what the fuck is his name? Uh, Bobby Clark or Clark, yeah. Whoever it was, like at least something is fucking happening now in Philadelphia, and that's got to be that's got to be something exciting for a Flyer fan. Whether you hate it or like it, at least you're talking about it. I mean, the Flyer fans that don't like it, they'll like it once it starts working. Be like, I was on board from day one. Yeah, yeah that's the typical <laughs> Flyer fan, too. They're, Not me, though. This sucks. This is terrible. I fucking hate this. Oh, man, no. I was with this. Uh, what? Oh, I believed in this team from the jump. I was never talking. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Grab those fucking receipts. That's when you need old ticket. Old ticket exposed probably got fucking a decade's worth of fucking receipts for <laughs> Flyer fans. Well, um, not to change sports, you know, and since there was talk about saving receipts and stuff like that. Um, what was it, last week? Uh, Jalen Carter, the Philadelphia Eagles draft pick, broke the the, the Yeah, blocking, he broke the, right? the sled. Yeah, the blocking sled. I'm, I'm going on record right now. I mean, you know, obviously, I've stated my opinion that I'm worried about him. Um, if I could find the video that that actually legit happened, I will forgive all his past sins, and I will buy a Jalen Carter jersey. Because was, no one's going to fuck with that dude. <laughs> there's no, like, here's the thing, is I I don't, I don't mean you get into arguments this, over this. Uh, we might get into an argument today, I don't know. <laughs> there's there's nothing to forgive with that, with that kid. What happened was horrendous. Yes. Did he cause it? No. Was he responsible for it? No. I I don't believe he was. So why did he lie? And so did the state. The state didn't believe he was either. 
And and he also uh, tanked his combine so he could be a Philadelphia Eagle. I don't think he tanked his combine. That's what everybody's saying. He he did. I thought I thought he did rather well in his combine. Um, but that's the other thing too. If you talk to anybody, like when I heard Drew Rosenhaus on uh, on the Pat McAfee show when he was talking about like visiting teams and stuff, he said if they're not in the top ten, we're not visiting them. Yeah, because we already know that there's teams in the top 10 that want him or will trade to get him. So he's not dropping out of the top 10. So if there's a team that's not in the top 10, that's not going to trade up for him or that they're not saying they're going to trade up for him, then we're not, we're just not going to go see him. Yeah. So, um, I don't think that was ever a question. Like his, his stock was always pretty high. Um, I think the Eagles got a steal with him. Um, I don't see like I don't foresee like like I I don't see this kid as you know oh he's he's going to be like an Antonio Brown or 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 somebody else where he has like a, a you know constant string of like yeah. DUI like, he's not going to be like Josh Gordon where he's always got DUIs yeah. or he's always getting caught with like you know John Morant like with a gun in the club or flashing a gun on IG no that that, that was just a toy. Yeah, I'm sure. That, that's I'm that's sure. what his, his agent came like, out. He was just doing IG Live, and his friend just, as soon as he started, it, threw him the gun and was like, oh, gotcha, buddy. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that's what happened. Um, like, I, I don't see Jalen as that. Now, if if he ends up proving me wrong, I'm going to be upset, and I'm going to be, you know, not, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. Um, I, 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 don't see, I don't see that from that kid. But also... <laughs> Fuck, man, that fucking <laughs> Eagles defense is just fucking stupid. It's fucking stupid how good it is. I mean, again, it's the Georgia National Championship yeah. defense, so it is what it is. But we all said, listen, everybody always said for the last two, three years that the Georgia defense is an NFL defense. Well, now it fucking is. It just happens to be <laughs> all on the fucking Eagles. Yeah. Um, so that's unfortunate. Um, but... Uh, Hey, let, let uh, me let me ask you about this because um, it's been a while. It's been quite a many years since we talked about your good buddy uh, Chris Sims. Um, did you see he put that J- fucking jerk? Off. <laughs> you see he put Jalen Hurts as the seventh best quarterback in the NFC. I, I'm pretty sure it was the NFC. Dude, I think the last time I had a rant on him was because of whatever his quarterback rankings were. Yeah, it was. I think it was two years ago. And I was just like, this guy is the fucking dumbest person. The only reason he has anything is because of his fucking name and his dad. I mean, I remember when I played against him, uh, uh, when I played at high school football, yeah. we played a scrimmage against him. I believe I believe he was a Raritan. I believe he was a Raritan rocket. Um, and he was kind of a douchebag as a high school kid. He's kind of still a douchebag um, who never accomplished any, uh, granted, uh, well, what did you ever accomplish? At least he was the starting quarterback at Texas. Yeah, and is considered widely to be one of the worst starting quarterbacks <laughs> in fucking Texas. Nobody in Texas ever liked him. Um, you know, and again, got there because of his name. He got there because his last name was Sims. He got drafted in the NFL and was a backup quarterback in the NFL his whole life because his last name was Sims. And, and he got his broadcasting career because his last name is Sims. The guy can't evaluate talent. He can't evaluate what's in front of him. He says shit, uh, uh, I think, a lot of the time just in a Skip Baylor sort of way, yeah. just to be like, I'm going to say this because it's going to get people to talk. But 
if people talk, but what they're saying is, wow, this guy's a fucking idiot. It doesn't help you. <laughs> it doesn't help your broadcast channel or partner or whoever you're doing it with. It doesn't help anybody. It doesn't do anything. Yeah. And honestly, you're going to sit there and say that fucking Jalen Hurts is the, what do he say, seventh? Seventh. Who the fuck did he put above him? I, I don't even, I haven't seen this list. Hold on. I'm going to, I'm going on, I'm going on to the Twitter. Yeah, right now. I'll, I'll let you look. Let me look this up. I'm um, going it, 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 you know, kind of like how we were talking a little bit uh, at the beginning of the show. Like, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, this is fucking clickbait. I'm, I'm not even going to bother my time with reading this shit. Um, but yeah. Okay. Did you find it? Uh, no, give me a second. I think I might have just found this. Okay. Uh, Chris Sims. Top forty QB count. When is this from? Hold on. Okay, that's the nope. That's that's from fucking three years ago. That's not going to help me. Uh, latest. Let me see what the latest is here. Hold on. It's going to take me a minute. It's going to take me because I have not found it. So give me a second here. I got to see. All right, Chris what Sims, twenty twenty three top forty quarterback countdown. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna find this. Hold on. I'm just I'm just gonna Google it now. I tried to find it through Twitter. I thought it'd be easier. Yeah, no, I just Google it. Chris Sims. Uh, okay, Chris. 2023. No, not Chris Christie. That fat bastard's <laughs> never going to be president. Uh, Chris Sims, 2023 QB countdown. Let's see. Let's get some. Let's get some images here. Let me see. What do we got here? What do we got, Chris? What do we got? Uh, come on. We got like half the list here. Uh, time, but either way, like I'm saying, like because the last time, like he 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 makes, like, and it's not just that; it's not just like some of the shit that he says there. It's like he just says, even when he's doing shit. doing stuff for Notre Dame. Sometimes I'm just like looking at him, like, how do you have a fucking job? Okay, 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 okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. The Chris Sims top forty, uh quarterbacks as as listed by chris sims yes because uh he's the smartest man alive and we all know okay number one patrick mahomes i'm Hard okay to, with you that. can make arguments for other people but I, i'm okay with that number two joe burrow i i think that's fine too yeah i think that's a good one as well number three josh allen hard to argue okay three for three you could maybe switch around some of them if you have a certain thing like i'm not going to argue any of those being top three yeah uh, four, Justin Herbert. Skill-wise, yes. I still think there's a couple of things he needs to work out there, but I think he's definitely one of the top quarterbacks. Five, Lamar Jackson. Hmm. I don't know if I have Lamar that high. No. I don't think I have Lamar that high. Number six, Trevor Lawrence. I think that's a pretty good spot for him. You could maybe move him up a little bit if you want to, but a great young talent showed a lot last year, a lot of growth. Actually, with having a good coach, knows how to fucking uh, uh, coach a, a young talent, and uh, uh, Trevor showed a lot. Uh, he's probably only going to get better. So, I, I mean, we'll I'd get, probably we move him down a little bit. Uh, we have. I don't know if I move him down so much, but uh, I do that. Uh, I, I think six is perfect. Six or five. Right around that area, I think it's perfect for Trevor. Um, number seven, Jalen Hurts. Okay, so above Jalen Hurts, he has Trevor Lawrence, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes. If I'm going to be honest, okay, Jalen Hurts is number four. 
exactly. I'm I'm okay with that. And I I think you could you even could, maybe if argue you want to throw him up. You could throw him up top three if you wanted to, and maybe exactly. move around Josh Allen because he had a lot more picks last year than he should have. I think he's missing Dable more than people want to say. Yeah. Uh, but I think Jalen Hurts, based on last year, definitely top four. Yeah. Um. Again, I don't like Lamar Jackson that high. I don't no. like Lamar Jackson. I mean, is he even top ten? I mean, if you, people if you, might put him on there for a reason, but here's the, like, listen, the dude, like, I, I don't, I don't see it. I just don't see it with Lamar. Like, when I look at these lists, I look at them as regular season plus playoffs. And regular season, he's a he's a very good quarterback. Regular season playoffs, he just doesn't show up. Listen, if you, I'm, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make a controversial statement right here. You know, is this going to be a Skip Bayless statement? Is this a Chris Sims statement? Some people might say so. Some people might say, how dare you say Chris Sims is dumb when you've said something as dumb as them? And that could be. And I guess if you're listening, it depends on how you look at it. Um, Daniel Jones is better than Lamar Jackson. You know, honestly, I was just thinking that. Like, like before you even made the statement that I'm going to take, you know, have a hot take here. I'm looking at this. I'm like, if I had to choose between Daniel Jones or Lamar Jackson, I'd rather Daniel Jones because yes, he Daniel, Daniel Jones um, is a more accurate and better thrower. Exactly, in my, in, in, in my opinion, um, and he's as good, if not a better runner than Lamar. Yeah, and I think a lot. Again, I think a lot of the reason that some people don't consider him that is because he runs like a white guy, <laughs> yeah. you know, and he's long and lanky, and he looks goofy as fuck when he runs. But the fact of the matter is, is that he's one of the fastest runners. Up until, I mean, it's, up it's, until it's five it's been, it's been the, the, the next gen stats. It's just that, that, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, he's been, I mean, it's shown he's one of the fastest runners. Uh, you saw all last year, his running is an absolute fucking weapon. And he can chuck the fucking ball. Yeah. He can actually throw the ball. And he's accurate with the ball. You know what I mean? Like he had that, you know, in, in, in his season under Dayball, his turnovers all but disappeared. He's learned how to secure the ball. He doesn't fumble it. He doesn't throw picks. Like he's he does so much better now with the correct coaching and with the right people around him. And you put even better people around him now. You know, they got Waller at tight end now. That's going to help immensely yeah. having that kind of a safety valve there. And not just a safety valve, but that, I mean, Waller's a fucking weapon, you know? So, I mean, overall, everything being equal, if you came to me now and said, it came to me right now and said, would you rather Daniel Jones or Lamar Jackson? I'm fucking taking Daniel Jones. Yeah. I am. I'm sorry. Um, you know, and and take that as a hot take. Take that as whatever. Call me retarded or whatever you want to do. Say I'm as bad as skipping as bad as Chris. Fine. But I, I honestly think that's that's the case. Now, that being said, I, I think the placement of Daniel Jones here, I would move Daniel Jones up to 10 um, on, on Chris's list here. He has him at 11. I'd move him to 10. I'd even say I nine. Think Daniel Jones. I think Daniel Jones is a top 10 quarterback. Uh, uh, I think he's better, better than Deshaun. But here's, here's the other thing that I think is fucking horrendous too. He has Aaron Rodgers at fucking eight. Yeah. Like, are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? Like Aaron Rodgers, I, get, I I know last year wasn't great, but then again, I mean, the, the Packers had nothing last year. Yeah, they had no running game to speak of, and 
uh, one receiver who didn't start receiving until halfway through the fucking year when he decided to get the fucking lead out of his ass. Um, I'm not like Aaron Rodgers is is still one of the best quarterback talents that this game has ever seen. The yeah. man it won two of the last three fucking MVPs was back to back MVPs. Like to throw him down at eight. Like no offense to Jalen Hurts, I would have Aaron Rodgers up. I would have Aaron Rodgers above Jalen Hurts, Trevor Lawrence, and Lamar Jackson. Maybe even Herbert. But I think I would have. I think I. I oh, that's tough. That's tough. I think so, I might do that. I might do. I, I think you can have Aaron Rodgers and Jalen Hurts four and five, and you could switch them up however you feel like. But I definitely think those two should be up there. Herbert, for as good as a raw talent as he is, I think being stuck with Staley hurts him. Yeah. And, he hasn't grown nearly as much as he should. Trevor Lawrence still has work to do, but I mean, he shows obviously with Peterson there, uh, Peterson, uh, that he he's got the right coach. Jacksonville has the talent; they're going to do nothing but get better and grow. And Trevor Lawrence is going to do nothing but go higher on a list. I don't think Lamar Jackson's that high. Um, and again, I think you can move a couple of those things around. But I mean, in general. Like I, I can't argue the top three. Yeah. Mahomes, Burrow, and Allen, and however you want to put them there, I think that's that's your top three. Um, from there you can start fucking around with it and doing other stuff. But I have an Aaron Rodgers at eight, Jalen Hurts at seven. Uh, uh, I agree. Those two should be four, four A, four B. Because I mean, so, I, yeah, there's yeah, days that yeah, me, yeah, there's days that I think Jalen Hurts is better than Aaron Rodgers, and there's days that I think. Aaron Rodgers is better than Jalen Hurts. And obviously, obviously, Jalen Hurts has the much bigger upside because he's younger. He's got a whole fucking yeah. career. Aaron Rodgers is going to be 40. Um, but, like, based just on for now, 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 I think, yeah, I, th- I think we're kind of even with them. Again, I, like, I, I'm sorry. I Maybe I'm just not seeing it. Maybe I, like, I, I don't understand. Like, I don't, I don't understand the Lamar love he's never won a big game he never shows up when it matters the most he never has that clutch moment like yeah he has the stats yes he's exciting to watch man watching him scramble around and get those yards and do that like yes lamar is lamar jackson talented absolutely is he a top 10 quarterback in the nfl Absolutely. I'm not going to argue that. Yeah. But to say that he's five and to say that he's above some of these other guys, ah, I don't know, man. I That's hard for me. That's hard for me to do. And, and the other I argument you could have, too, is you look at both teams' uh, weapons with, with Lamar. Who does he have compared to Aaron Rodgers? You know, he has the, the rookie of the year from last year plus uh, – Alan Lazard, um, I'm not sure if he's still hurt or like how bad he got hurt a couple weeks ago. But Aaron finally has weapons that he needed in Green Bay. And if you think about what he did in Green Bay with no weapons, he's going to blow Lamar out of the water. This is what I'm saying. Listen, the Jets were a game away from being in a playoff last year, and they didn't have a quarterback. As much as people like to say they like Mike White and everything like that, that's fine. And, oh, the rib injury hurt him. And it did. Don't get me wrong. But the Jets didn't have a quarterback last year because Zach Wilson is not the answer. No. And Mike White, as good as, as he can be at times, is a backup quarterback. So it is what it is. Yeah. 
but they still almost made the playoffs with that team. That Jets defense is good. That Jets offense has the weapons. They made a couple moves for the offensive line to shore that up because the offensive line was a little bit of an issue. Uh, but you put a talent, even if it's a declining talent of Aaron Rodgers on that team, there's a reason why people are saying that it's the Jets and Bills division. And that's not to throw away Miami because Miami's made moves. Yeah. People aren't sold on Tua yet or if he's reliable enough, if he's going to have another concussion or whatever. Um, but again, you got to remember that Miami was, you know, uh, uh, a pubic hair away from upsetting the Bills in Buffalo in that playoff game. Yeah. They were using their third string quarterback. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the like the Dolphins are not a bad team. And when it comes to New England, who the fuck knows what's going on there? Yeah. But they're always, you know, who knows what's going to happen. But that's what I mean is like the 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 Jets in my mind are are probably the favorites of the AFC East. As much as everybody still wants to be in that Bills bandwagon, if last year was any indication, uh, like Josh Allen regressed a little bit. He had way too many red zone turnovers. The Bills, I mean, that game against the Vikings where they blew that game with the fucking uh, goal line fumble uh, that then turned into a touchdown and then brought it to overtime and where Minnesota was able to win. Like They should have closed that game out, and they didn't. Like there was no reason for that to happen. Yeah. Like they let a lot of games like that go through their fingers. They let a lot of other uh, uh, situations happen. Like I said, with Josh Allen kind of regressing uh, uh, in his being able to read or knowing what passes to make or take or do whatever. Like I, 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 I don't know to the point where, like again, Stefan Diggs is sitting there having a fucking like, or, or uh, that's Stefan Diggs on the Bills, right? With, I forget. Yes. I always get the mixed up. Um, where he's like publicly being pissed now and saying shit and like, Oh, you know, this is this and this is that. And maybe I should be somewhere else. And da, 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 da. Yeah. And like, like as much as everybody still wants to be on Buffalo's dick, man, I don't know. I don't know about Buffalo uh, going out. Now again, they may prove me this wrong this season and, and, and actually make that next step, but they got to make that next step now. Cause that window's starting to close a little bit, you know? Oh yeah. They're, they were supposed to be a Super Bowl team the last two years, maybe three. Again, you know, that's the thing is they 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 had a close loss against Kansas City in the AFC Championship game three years ago. And then it was like, the Bills are right there. They're on the doorstep. They're going to make it. And then they lost in the divisional game to the Chiefs the next year, and they lost in the divisional game uh, to Cincinnati yeah. last year. So they've been regressing. They've been going, and they almost lost to Miami. They almost lost in a wild card game. Yeah. You know, so they've been regressing since that AFC championship game. They need to reverse that. They need to be going forward, not backwards. And I think that's a problem. So uh, I'm interested. I can't wait to see that mini camp start in, uh, uh, or training camp starts in about a, a, a month. Oh, then months, a week. Yeah. yeah. We got about 40 days or so before training camp starts. So, uh, you know, to, that, that middle to end of July there. So excited for that. Just a little bit more to go. Just a little bit more to go, man. And we can, we can make it. We can do it. Where We don't have to talk about golf and how the PGA fucked over every single one of their golfers who were loyal to them uh, because maybe, they just Maybe, maybe we'll, we'll save that one for uh, uh, next week. But 
I actually want I, I actually want to see what you think about the the Stanley Cup Finals so far. <laughs> I definitely did not see uh, see this coming. I got to tell you what, man. Uh, it's unfortunate. I was hoping to be a little bit closer, and it's still maybe they're going down to Miami. They'll yeah. be playing there uh, tomorrow. Um, so we'll see if the Panthers can get a win. If the Panthers get a win, then then we're right back to it. Um, and I hope they can. Yeah, I'd like to see get, them win. Get these uh, scores a little bit closer. Uh, you know, and and again, listen, the 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 game that's an aberration. I really do feel like you know when you when you put a touchdown when you put seven or eight on like when the Devils did it to Carolina, again that's an aberration. That's not a thing that comes. The Devils put eight on Carolina, and then Carolina came back to the next game and put six on us. Yeah, and it was like six to one, six to another. You know what I mean? So uh, I I don't see that as like oh we were seven to two. Oh, oh boy, well the, the the Knights are just gonna run all over them. It's like they can. It, that sure can happen. Yeah, but I I don't see Florida folding that quickly nor you know uh, i i i just don't see that if they do again it's unfortunate uh and, and i hope they don't i hope it gets, stays a little bit closer um take some inspiration from their basketball counterparts and uh you know uh because everybody thought that denver was going to do to the heat what uh vegas is doing to the panthers yeah uh, but uh that's the thing the heat played their most perfect game they had to play in that game two, and they won by three. That's that's the thing. If if they want to win that series in the NBA Finals, they have to do that. Yeah, they have to consistently play their very best game and hope that Denver is off. Because that's the other thing too. If Denver isn't off, if Denver's on their game, if Joke, if if Djokovic gets uh, triple doubles. And he's just fucking draining it, and it's just if if they're all on their game, even if Miami plays their best game, they're not going to win. Yeah, it has to be like a game two because that was the other thing that somebody brought up on uh, one of the shows I was watching. It was a very good point. Miami in that game played their very best that whole game, and up until the fourth quarter, Denver was still up by five or six points. You know, because Denver was just fucking hanging. And Denver wasn't even playing their best. Yeah. And then in the fourth quarter, nothing hit for Denver. They kind of fell apart. And Miami still only won by three, in which Denver had the last shot and it didn't go down. Yeah. So even with all of that, even where Denver fell apart in the fourth quarter, did not play their best game the whole game, and Miami played the absolute best game that they possibly could, they still barely won. Yeah. They're gonna need that. They're gonna need that, and they're gonna need Denver to kind of cooperate with that. The Panthers might need something like that. They're gonna need Hill to have a bad game. They're gonna need to get a couple of lucky puck bounces. They're gonna need Stoner and Marsha Show not to have good games. Uh, they're gonna need Bobrovsky to stand on his head and to pull out a couple of like real close games and to make this a series again. They're gonna need that. If that doesn't happen. The cup's probably going to get presented in Florida, you know. Yeah, just not in Florida. And I think this game Thursday is, is going to tell that. Like, if they lose Thursday, they're they're done. You know, I, I hope I hope the Panthers win. If for nothing else, if not to make it a series, if not that's going to make it close or anything like that, I hope they win because I want to see the cup get presented in Vegas. Then, oh, I so want to see that fucking show. Speaking of Vegas and and. 
I, I think you posted it on Facebook. How about that that reporter? Stiff arm. What? The, 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 the fa- what a <laughs> stiff arm, And to be able what to keep arm? a straight face and still give the news. I, I would I like, that like she did that. And while she's doing it, she's like, nope, nope. <laughs> that of my shot. Nope. Like she's literally saying, nope, <laughs> no, sir, no, you drunk bastard. Get the fuck out of my shot. <laughs> no, you're not doing that. Uh, that, what, that I mean, that would have been you trying to make out with her. You know what? What's that? I said that would have been you trying to make out with her. But why? Why would you say that? <laughs> you make it sound like I'm some kind of predator or something. That's you, you disgusting bastard. You're the one be trying to lick her face or whatever the fuck it is you're trying to do. Maybe she had cherry syrup uh, or something on it. Listen, I'm not gonna lie. She's cute. Yeah. Uh, where is? Uh, where, I thought I posted it here. Hold on. I had what was her pretty name? Sure, pretty sure it was Facebook. Yeah, no, I know it was Facebook. I just can't seem to find it. I don't know why it's not coming up. The, the other thing about name. the Panthers I, I like, even though they're losing, is they. it seems like they have this mentality of, okay, we're going to lose. Well, we're going to just beat the living shit out of you, especially with that hit on Jack Eichel. Oh, my God. Yeah, but that, that, but that hit, but no, because that was a clean hit, and no, Eichel that, was just... It was. He fell, he fell backwards. That wasn't a bad hit. That was yeah. a clean hit. No, that was, I'm... I'm I'm not saying they're doing Even dirty Eichel stuff. Even I said that he was just... He was, he was finishing that check, and it just... Yeah. Uh, but you know, listen. As I'm an old school hockey guy, and uh, yeah, but that that's my thing. If you're uh, if you can't beat them, beat them up, you know, yeah. and that's fine. Oh, uh, that was it, Samantha Rivera from there CBS Miami. Yeah, yeah. And I just lo- I love seeing a report because she she just goes nope nope nope. <laughs> you see, you can read her mouth because it doesn't have the audio on. But she's like nope nope nope. Pushes them off. Keeps them all. What? 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 The fuck? That's 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 professionalism right there, man. <laughs> yep. That's professional. Samantha Samantha Rivera, tap a uh, 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 tip of the cap to you on that uh, on that great thing. And then even on Twitter, I believe she put like you know I can't wait to get back to uh, Florida with the civilized classy oh, fans. <laughs> and I was just like, uh, that's a nice that's a nice little dig. Yeah. Uh, uh, to Vegas. Not that I know if, or think that anybody in Miami is more or less classy than anybody from uh, Vegas. I think everybody has their fair share of cocaine in both locations. <laughs> uh, but uh, but uh, yeah, good for her, man. Good for her. Get the fuck out of my shop. I don't know who the fuck you are. Get the... I love it. I, I wish more reporters were like, because you know, like most reporters would be like, oh, oh boy, we're having, there's a bit of a crazy time here in the arena right now, you know, and they would try to blow it off. Yeah. She just straight up said, get the fuck out of my shop. <laughs> You're not, no, no, fuck you. I got it. I, I got work here. I don't know what you're doing. Get your drunk fuck. Get out of here. Good for her. So... But, uh, I, I think no, that's it, man. I, yeah. I don't know. Oh, I thought the smoke is still fucking crazy. I'm still going. Oh, I'm still uh, speaking of smoke, I got the TV on. Uh, obviously, it's muted. Uh, Yankees game got postponed. Did it? Oh, yeah. thank God. Reason prevails. Yeah. Uh, you didn't want anybody sucking off that fucking uh, smoke there like that. Now, hopefully, the, someone from the Yankees could call my job and say, hey, uh, how about not close the doors eight hours into a shift? Yeah. I, first of all, that, that, <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to, I don't know the company's name. I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything like that. But uh, whoever or whatever company you do work for, fucking stupid. Yeah. Like just leaving the whole garage doors open and just being like, oh, no, that's fine. That's what just breathe, the breathe this shit in. Go right ahead. Suck this in. And then after you're already fucking most of the way through the shift, oh, 
Oh, is it kind of bad out? Oh, maybe we should close the doors. Oh, maybe you should have fucking done that when it was fucking orange outside. Maybe that was the clue. Maybe when it smelled like a fucking overloaded wood burning stove outside, maybe I should fucking close the door. Huh? Yeah. Maybe it seems like that would work. You think that would work? Maybe. Maybe that'll work, you fucking. <laughs> But they so, don't give a shit. You guys will have fucking lung cancer, oh, and they'll be. Yeah. Well, we're not going to pay that out. We're not doing. I don't know where. That's not work related. We'll close the fucking doors next time. Yeah. So I think Asshole. that's going to be it for this week. I think you had enough rants for the show. You know. Oh, dude, I got rant, I got rants for days. You don't <laughs> fucking know. I got them for days. I got rants. I got rants about Dubby. You know, there. Oh yeah. I think about wanting to rant about Dubby. You know, when I talk about like, especially with all this stuff going on with the outside, with the smoke, and it gets you know, you're like, oh, you know, and you feel kind of, kind of low. It's like saps some of your energy out because you're not getting any sun. You're not getting any of that energy. You're not going out or doing anything, and it's all just kind of dreary and apocalyptic. I'll tell you what though, you when you need energy during the apocalypse, you're gonna want to get yourself some Dubby. Absolutely. 100%. You can't go wrong. You got to fight off zombies. You got to fight off replicants. You got to fight off androids. You got to fight off Godzilla and his horde. Termi- doesn't matter what's Terminator. going on out there. Terminator. That's it. That's why if you got to fight off the sandworms from Arrakis and Dune, it could happen. If you look outside, it's very much like Arrakis. When the, the spice must flow and also the dubby must flow and if you go to w.gg right now look through all of their products all the delicious flavors uh jimbo of course loves the beach and peach i'm personally the dub sludge guy but they have so many other flavors uh they even have a little trial pack where you can try them all and see what you like when you go to check out there in the promo box put in st sports 18 that's all capital letters st sports 18 you're gonna get 10 percent off of your order from Dubby. That's go to Dubby.gg, promo code STSports18, all capital letters. Dubby, be better. That was that was really good. I, I like that was probably yeah, your best one. Yeah, see, you know, you got you got to work in the topical stuff yeah. with the promo. See, so kind of synergy. It's all about synergy, synergy. Jimbo. <laughs> synergy. Uh, I think I, <clears throat> I think I need to go get some synergy now too. I need, I need, so, yeah, my throat is fucking killing me with the smoke, dude. It's, 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 it has seeped into the house. It's yeah. bad. So, uh, I think it's time to, uh, literally hit the old dusty trail, as they say. <laughs> so, till next week, this is your good friend Jimbo. And it's your boy King. We're out. Smoke him if you got him. <laughs>